Today on Recur Now, an episode of the Growth Hub podcast that's near and dear to our hearts on redefining content in the age of growth, plus tips for those looking to dip into the subscription e-commerce space. You know the deal, guys. All this and more today on Recur Now. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, we are coming at you this Monday, February 10th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm James Herrick. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. From the top, we're doing our news. And now a question we hear time and time again, what really is the role of content in growth? Except this time, Sonia Jacob is answering the question. She's content marketing lead over at AppDynamics, a platform that connects application performance and customer experience to business outcomes. She has SaaS experience that spans the board from HubSpot and Kissmetrics to Docsend and Drift in over 10 years of experience in creating content strategies that drive results. So We're especially digging this episode of the Growth Hub podcast, starring Sonia herself. In it, she hits on the evolution of content over the last decade in B2B SaaS, how to create that coveted growth-centered content strategy, and how to align content with business goals and actually measure the ROI of it. Needless to say, our ears are perked. Here's a clip to get yours just the same. I guess I sort of look at it as if there's, you know, there's pre-sales content and then there's post-sales content. Pre-sales content, you know, you're interested in your prospect, right? They're a bigger unknown, but post-sales, you're talking about your customer and certainly one can feed into the other. Um, but if you want to know more about your customer, I think the, the, the best place to go, you know, is by talking to your customer success managers or anyone sort of in a related function, right? Because they're talking to customers on a daily basis and you can kind of get data about what content is needed post-sales by simply talking to CSMs. Um, I think the other component that's really, really helpful in learning more about your customers certainly is interviewing them. Um, When I was at Zenefits, one of the most like instructive things that I did there, uh, you know, at a personal level was talk to customers, you know, interview them, find out, you know, what exactly is helping them get onboarded with the product faster, what's working for them as far as uh, content that they need in order to teach other team members how to use the product. And I think that's actually like a really useful part of customer research that you can do. Um, and that helps you think about, you know, what problems your, you know, your prospects for sure, but what your customers are solving right away. Because if you've ever doubted the power of content, now's your time to convert those beliefs. You know, we're in the same exact boat. Why else would we start an entire network dedicated to the subscription space? And later in this episode, we'll show you the data from over 10,000 different blogs, as well as nearly 1,000 different subscription companies to prove that content marketing is here to stay. And now let's start a subscription e-commerce service, shall we? Jumping into a crowded space might seem overwhelming, writes Raj Jana, founder of Java Press Coffee Co. But it doesn't have to be, he says. And since e-commerce subscription services are utterly rising, it's time to hop on board. And here Raj is giving us three solid tips for starting. Number one. Create your audience around a successful product with unique offerings. Exactly. Get clarity on what other products consumers use or want while they're using yours. The benefits of completing exhaustive research around your customer base is that it creates the psychological makeup of your ideal customers, says Raj. Number two. 
research your competitors. Yeah, so this one's a cautionary tale, though. You never want to do anything that sacrifices product quality. And we've uncovered data in the past that suggests companies who are focused on competition presumably are good at lowering their CAC, but not so great at defending their MPS. You must be able to focus on competition in the right places and then ignore the competition in the other places. Raj suggests spending intentional time listening to podcasts, reading books, and delving into what made your competitors successful. Foster competitive offerings and don't make the same mistakes they did. And finally, discover what it is that attracts consumers to your product specifically. Yeah, focus on the customer experience to ultimately create the experience that brings them back for seconds and dare I say more. Raj says he's focused on four areas to perfect the ultimate customer experience. The unboxing experience, post-purchase emails, over-the-top customer service, and easy-to-understand product support. Consider these for yourself. We'll link to the full resource in your subscriber newsletter so you can let us know what you think of Raj's take. Good luck out there. And that's it for your February 10th subscription news. Up next, the data to back our beloved content marketing. Content marketing has never been more in vogue. Off the back of WordPress, HubSpot, Marketo, and countless other companies, the US is about to see nearly 30 million blogs and the entire world is seeing five times that. So to answer Brian's question, we looked at over 10,000 different blogs, two orders of magnitude more blog posts, as well as nearly 1,000 different subscription companies, and here's what we found. CAC across the board for B2B and B2C companies has increased by nearly 50% over the past five years. Yet interestingly enough, CAC based on channel tells a different story. While paid CAC is still higher than that of content marketing, CAC for content is actually closing the gap very quickly. Essentially, we're finally seeing content marketing come into its own and mature like the paid world did a few years ago. Compared to five years ago, we're actually publishing over 300% more per month, we're writing posts that are nearly 100% longer in word count, and we're paying content marketers and creators nearly 25% more, with a special shout out to HubSpot for making content marketers in our backyard of Boston actually 40% more expensive. That being said though, quality is increasing, but content effectiveness is dropping. The average number of shares per post has actually fallen by nearly 90% compared to two years ago. Plus, the life of an offer like an ebook is actually dropping in effectiveness as measured through lead velocity. An offer's effectiveness used to be roughly six months, whereas today, that effectiveness has dropped to less than three. So is content marketing dead? Are we gonna delete our HubSpot account as soon as we're done with this video? Of course not. Now is the time you need companies like HubSpot more than ever. Think of it this way. If the cost for me to give you a dollar goes from 10 cents to 25 cents, you'd still be insane not to pay for that particular dollar. Content is getting mature, but it's still ROI amazing. And finally, a teaser for a segment we call Subscription Sapiens, where we spotlight subscription greats. If you have anyone you'd like to see on the show, just drop us a line. Subscription Sapiens. Patty McCord. Teen Zoo. Brian Halligan. Gail Goodman. Find this and more like it on recurnow.com. And that's it for your February 10th episode of Recur Now. We will catch you back here tomorrow. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur.